Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 30th of August, let's begin with updates from the city. As parts of Karnataka face an impending drought, Chief Minister Siddharamaya stated a cabinet subcommittee would soon convene. Following its assessment, the state government will decide on necessary actions. Siddharamaya also dismissed cloud seeding, citing global failure examples. He noted that once the state declares a drought, the centre will be informed to access support from the National Disaster Response Fund. In other headlines, Karnataka Milk Federation's chairman Bhima Nayak dismissed supplying Nandini ghee for Tirupati laddus due to financial loss. He emphasized Nandini ghee's high market demand and consumers purchasing at Rs 610 per litre. Nayak rejected claims of political manoeuvring in the name of Nandini ghee, highlighting BJP's previous rule's lack of Tirupati supply. The KMF annually produces 30,000 tonnes of ghee, with 10,000 tonnes remaining in demand. In some more news, Bengaluru is set for scheduled power cuts for the rest of this week due to quarterly maintenance by power companies. Bescom data indicates multiple affected areas, Karnataka Power Transmission Corporation, KPTCL, the sole electricity distributor will also address pending projects, including maintenance and infrastructure work from 10am to 5pm, causing up to 5-hour outages. Up next, ahead of the Ganesha Festival in September, the Environment Department has directed officials to curb plaster of Paris idol production. Acting on the instructions of Ishwar B. Khandre, Minister for Forest and Environment, authorities raided a property in Kengeri, Bengaluru, confiscating POP idols and hazardous paints. Despite a 2019 closure notice, the individual continued operations without permission, leading to legal actions. Karnataka banned POP idols in 2016 due to pollution concerns. Now on to other news. Southwestern Railway has adjusted train schedules in Karnataka due to ongoing engineering work. Numerous trains have been diverted, rescheduled and regulated. SWR provided specifics including changes due to a foot overbridge at Banshankri Hall Station. For instance, the Shivamoga town Tumkuru DEMU Express Special will be delayed 30 minutes, while Yashwantpur Hazrat Nizamuddin Sampark Kranti Express will face a 45-minute delay. Moving on, veteran music director Hamsaleka will inaugurate Mysuru Dasara on October 15th, the first day of Navratri, from 10.15am to 10.36am, during the auspicious Rushchika Lagna. Chief Minister Siddharamaya confirmed Hamsaleka as the choice to kickstart the Chamundi Hill celebrations. The 72-year-old prolific music director and writer hails from Hossa Kanambadi village in Mandya district and has made significant contributions to Kannada cinema. Meanwhile, Bengaluru's Ajri Engineering Industries delivered its first batch of space-qualified heat pipes, vital for satellites, to ISRO's UR Rao Satellite Centre at a recent event. The event honoured the URSC team's success in Chandrayaan 3's launch. This marks ISRO's collaboration with Ajri as a second supplier for these pipes. Paras Defence and Space Technologies also contribute. If quality tests pass, Ajri could become ISRO's secondary heat pipe supplier, aiding satellite heat dispersion. On a different note, despite the rise of antibiotic-resistant bacteria due to excessive antibiotic usage, a small fraction of Bengaluru hospitals, around 80 of the hundreds, possess antibiotic stewardship programs to counteract this concern. Accreditation from the National Accreditation Board for Hospitals and Healthcare Providers, NABH, mandates these programs, primarily found in larger hospital chains. Hospitals typically develop policies based on established guidelines 
but NABH recommends incorporating their anti-biogram data reflecting local bacterial resistance rates. National News Moving on to the national news. The Indian National Development Inclusive Alliance, INDIA, comprising 26 non-BJP parties, will convene in Mumbai for its third national-level gathering on September 1st. The ruling BJP-led NDA will also hold a parallel meeting in Maharashtra. This marks the second time the two groups are meeting simultaneously. The NDA meeting welcomes newly appointed Deputy Chief Minister Ajit Pawar. The INDIA bloc is also expected to unveil its common logo at the event. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court ruled that not all valid marriages require a specific public declaration or formal solemnization, emphasizing autonomy in partner choice. It endorsed a Tamil Nadu law allowing self-respect marriages where parties can express acceptance in their language, exchange garlands and rings or tie the thali or legally solemnize the union. This accommodates situations where public declaration risks safety or familial opposition, avoiding forced separation. In more news, Kashmir is set to host the 71st edition of Miss World on December 8th, as announced by Miss World CEO Julia Eric Morley during her visit. Expressing happiness, she praised Kashmir's beauty and kindness. The press conference held in Srinagar was attended by reigning Miss World Carolina B. Loska, Miss World India Sini Shetty and Miss World Caribbean Emmy Penner. The Miss World crew is expected in November. Shifting our focus, five AIMS Delhi doctors, Dr. Navdeep Kaur, Dr. Damandeep Singh, Dr. Rishabh Jain, Dr. Oishika and Dr. Avichala Taksak swiftly rescued a breathless two-year-old on a Vistara flight from Bengaluru to Delhi. These specialists responding to the crew's call for a doctor used plane resources to revive and stabilize the child, who had post-heart surgery complications. Sustaining her through two cardiac arrests, they ensured her well-being until the flight safely landed in Nagpur. In a general weather update for the country, light rainfall is predicted for parts of Delhi followed by a dry period till month end. The IMD anticipates a rain deficit for August with only 91.8 mm against the usual 233.1 mm. Temperatures will increase reaching 39 degrees Celsius by September 1st. The absence of dry winds is expected to maintain Delhi's air quality index within the moderate range. International News Turning our attention to international news, Vivek Ramaswamy, biotech entrepreneur and 2024 US presidential candidate, seeks to avoid a deposition in a lawsuit involving a corporate deal he participated in. The suit by Alpine Partners, an investment firm with a 6.6% stake in Myovant Sciences Limited, concerns its acquisition by Sumitovant Biopharma for $1.7 billion. Ramaswamy, formerly a board member of Royvant and Sumitovant, resigned to pursue his presidential run. In ongoing news, the Islamabad High Court temporarily halted the conviction and three-year sentence of former Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan in the Toshakhana corruption case. The court's division bench, led by Chief Justice Amir Farooq, announced the verdict. Khan's challenge against his conviction was heard on August 28, leading to the reserve decision. The 70-year-old leader, also chairman of Pakistan Tehreeki Insaf PTI, had been found guilty of unlawfully selling state gifts acquired during his 2018-2022 term. In a recent development, surgeons in Australia in a groundbreaking case extracted an 8cm live worm from a 64-year-old woman's brain. The first-of-its-kind infection involved an Ophidascaris robertsi roundworm usually found in carpet pythons and kangaroos. This marks the first human instance of this parasite and the brain's first involvement. 
The surgery was prompted by her health decline, including abdominal pain, forgetfulness and depression, leading to an MRI scan revealing abnormalities. In some other news, NASA declared an annual solar eclipse known as the Ring of Fire to grace the US on October 14th. This splendid celestial event will be visible from Oregon to Texas, as the moon partially covers the sun, forming a luminous circle due to its smaller size. NASA has planned a live coverage and cautioned people against directly gazing at the eclipse. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. India's tax department is investigating alleged tax evasion by Super Maheshwari, the founder of Indian unicorns FirstCry.com, Global Bees Brands Limited, and Express Bees. The department has issued notices to Maheshwari regarding over $50 million in unpaid taxes on equity transactions in privately held FirstCry. Six FirstCry investors, including Chris Capital and Sunil Bharti Mittal's family office, have also received related inquiries. In more business news amid its business overhaul, Byju's, the struggling Indian edtech startup, confirmed the resignations of Chief Business Officer Pratyusha Agarwal and two other senior executives. Agarwal, who joined Z Entertainment in February 2022, along with Himanshu Bajaj and Mukut Deepak, have left as part of the company's restructuring efforts. Next up, in some tech news, in the midst of tech industry layoffs, notable tech firms like Google, Meta and Microsoft stand out for employee compensation. Blind, an anonymous tech employee forum, revealed engineers at Google and Meta receive higher pay than their counterparts at Apple, Amazon and Microsoft, based on data from January 2022 to August 2023. While Apple and Microsoft offer lower entry-level salaries, senior-level compensation aligns more evenly across big tech. Moving on, Absolute, a global bioscience firm, stands among the world's top 100 promising impact startups, recognized by Norskin Impact 100 at NASDAQ Times Square in New York. It's also the sole Indian biotech company on the list. Norskin, a non-profit impact ecosystem, partners with influential impact VCs and NGOs, including the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, to highlight entrepreneurship's role in positive change. In market news for August 30th, the Sensex edged lower by 3.37 points, a 0.01% decline, closing at 64,993.23, while the Nifty gained 11.90 points, a 0.06% increase, finishing at 19,317.90. Among the stocks, 1,771 advanced, 1,353 declined, and 109 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee weakened due to a rebound in the US dollar, coupled with an increase in crude oil prices. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world, Zoya Akhtar's highly anticipated film The Archies finally has a release date. The live-action musical featuring star kids Sohana Khan, Agastya Nanda, Kushi Kapoor and others will premiere on Netflix on December 7th. The cast unveiled the release date through a live billboard on Mumbai's Western Express Highway, complete with a countdown timer. Set in the 1960s, the film delves into teenage friendships, freedom, love, heartbreak and rebellion. In news from Hollywood, the Venice Film Festival's star-studded lineup often outshines even Khan's, captivating global attention. However, the festival's 80th edition, which begins today, faces challenges due to ongoing strikes by SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Guild of America. The movie lineup features David Fincher's The Killer and Richard Linklater's Hitman, plus quirky comedies like Yorgos Lanthimos' Poor Things and Bradley Cooper's Maestro. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, 
Jason Sanjay, son of Tamil superstar Vijay, is venturing into filmmaking as a director with Laika Productions. He expressed pride in collaborating with the renowned production company and emphasized creative freedom. Jason is engaging with rising talents and expressed gratitude for the opportunity, winning applause and well wishes from fans. Spooler Sports In sports news, India's cricket coach Rahul Dravid announced that wicketkeeper batsman KL Rahul won't participate in the first two matches of Asia Cup 2023 due to his ongoing recovery. Dravid stated this after India's training camp in Bengaluru, revealing that Rahul will be unavailable against Pakistan and Nepal. Should India advance, Rahul could rejoin from the Super 4 stage. Ishan Kishan will take on the keeper batsman role in his absence. In more sports updates, Novak Djokovic made a dominating comeback to the US Open by defeating Alexandra Muller 6-0-6-2-6-3, securing his regained world number 1 ranking from Carlos Alcaraz. Djokovic, who skipped last year's event due to his vaccine stance, seeks his 24th Grand Slam title. He faces Bernabe Zabata Miralles next. The match witnessed Djokovic's eight-game streak before Muller's response. Wrapping up sports news, Tokyo Olympic silver medalist Mirabai Chanu will attend the World Championships next week for mandatory formalities without participating in the weightlifting event. With the World Championships starting on September 4th in Riyadh and the Asian Games following on September 23rd, the tight schedule poses challenges for athletes to perform optimally in both. Head coach Vijay Sharma clarified that Mirabai will adhere to protocols like doping tests but won't lift any weight. Bengaluru Buzz Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Witness an extraordinary musical event, the Whitefield Music Festival, and enjoy a fun evening with friends happening at the Pallet Brew House and Kitchen on the 2nd of September at 7 p.m. Catch the incredible Manish Jain as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Zero Number One, performing live at the Ministry of Comedy Koramangala Fifth Block on the 3rd of September at 7:30 p.m. Join a beginners dance class with the exclusive Contemporary Dance and Composition Workshop happening at the Shunya Center for Art and Somatic Practices, Lalbagh Main Road on the 2nd and 3rd of September at 11 a.m. Enjoy a relaxing art class in an exclusive guided painting workshop conducted by art experts at the Paint Bar Sadashiv Nagar on the 3rd of September at 3 p.m. You can also catch Ace Comic Anand Ratnam in his latest outing in the city performing live at the Drunkling Comedy Club Koramangala 5th block on the 2nd of September at 7 p.m. Bengaluru weather. And finally the weather in Bengaluru on August 30th Bengaluru city will see some clouds with minimal chances of rain. Temperatures are anticipated to range between a pleasant 20 degrees Celsius and a warm 30 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index accounting for humidity is projected at around 33 degrees Celsius calculated under shaded and light wind conditions. The day's peak temperature is expected to exceed the usual August high of 27.5 degrees Celsius by a few degrees. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa. 
All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.